0: So today I'm here in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and uh, just finished having me a little bit of lunch over at the DQ, grill and chill. And uh, looking across the street, I noticed some of these uh, small hotels that are here. One thing I like to see is, uh, you see that eagle right there on that building? I'd like to see the eagles return back to uh, Americana, people putting that on their houses and whatnot. So uh, today I'm going to talk about the guy that you see, that shadow, the hoss, called Abraham Lincoln and his Gettysburg Address. In fact, uh, two days from now is going to be November 19th, 2021, which will be the 158th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address by Abraham Lincoln. Plus, I'm going to talk about the eagle attribute of strength. Get ready for another excellent show. It's the Eagle, Hoss, and Hound podcast. Four score and seven years ago. Well, we'll get to the rest of the speech later. I'm here in Gettysburg, and this is the railroad trestle where Lincoln arrived uh, the day before he was to give the Gettysburg Address in 1863. As you can see, there's a diner there that's named after Lincoln. Lots of shops, quaint shops, uh, gift shops, restaurants, ice cream parlors, you name it. And of course, a lot of historical uh, and souvenir shops here in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So let's set the scene. Uh, it was 1863. We're in the middle of the Civil War. We have uh, the president, Abraham Lincoln. Um, he was invited to come speak ...at the dedication of a new cemetery for Union soldiers that died in a great battle at Gettysburg earlier that year. Actually, the battle went from July 1st through July 3rd, and um, there were over 50,000 casualties if you count both sides. So uh, there were many, many dead, probably six or 7,000 corpses, and when Lincoln got here the day before... I think what was apparent to him was how much the town was still trying to deal with all of these dead bodies there was a whole train load or several train loads of, of caskets you know pine boxes uh, that were gonna put the bodies in and you know many of the graves had already been uh, dug up they, uh, on the battlefield during that summer and uh, throughout the rest of the season they were trying to bury the dead where they lay in the battle field. And that was a giant task because the, the very small amount of people that were in this town just didn't have enough time and resources to do it. In fact, uh, they ran out of gas a little bit. Um, the summer got so hot they had to stop and then get started again in October. So anyway, Lincoln, he was invited here. He's the president of the United States, of course, during this uh, great civil war. And he was invited here to give some remarks, but he wasn't the main speaker, okay? Edward Everett was. Edward Everett was a a famous uh, orator of the time, and his speech uh, ended up being about two hours long. And then after his two-hour oratory, that's when President Lincoln had the chance to give his very famous now Gettysburg Address right there on the battlefield grounds okay so I'm on the main road here there's a lot of noise it's the square the town square you see all the traffic is coming here even uh, large trucks like this one right here coming through the middle of town in Gettysburg but this this town square has been here for quite a while Let's see if I can get that in the picture see that so if this truck will move out of the way okay finally the truck moved out the way and now I'm gonna go across the street talk about the the night that abe lincoln got into town he uh, ended up staying at this place right here the wills house uh david david wills you see so he stayed that night um and i guess he made any last minute uh revisions of the gettysburg address while he was here but some people try to say that he just wrote it on the train or that he wrote it on a napkin or something like that but that's not true Um, Of course, there's a lot of historians that will try to embellish things, and I hope I'm not one of them. But uh, I try to find out as much information as possible before I tell you these things. Um, Apparently, he was starting on his speech back in July. Okay, The battle happened July 1st through 3rd, and only a few days later, uh, President Lincoln was uh, remarking about how only... You know, like 80 some odd years prior. This is like a middle of July. He's saying this down in Washington D.C. He's talking about only 80 some odd years prior. Uh, we barely started this country, and on the on the proposition that all men are created equal. And so he was actually talking about this and starting to draft his speech uh, even way back in July. Um, of course, you know the war is still raging on. Nobody knows if it's going to be safe to come up here until you figure. They figured out, of course, that the. Uh, the uh, Confederates got out of town and went back into Virginia, and then you know that there was also a time, uh, you know, like I said, that they had to take a break from the summer heat to bury, you know, stop burying bodies for a while because it was just too much, and then they had to resume when it cooled down in October. So anyway, the plans were made around not a, not around the president, but around that guy that I told you who was giving the speech. The speech, uh, Ed, Edward Everett. Um, his schedule couldn't he couldn't make it in october so they had to move it to his schedule which his schedule made november the 19th the day and that's when of course uh, the president came he came up here the day before stayed over there in the in the wills house wills is the guy who basically organized the first national cemetery uh, he was given that that charge to do so by the governor of pennsylvania and so he he being a judge or maybe he was a an attorney at law at the time he had a little bit of of uh, influence and ability to do so. So he did, he rounded up everybody. He made this uh, event happen, of course, invited everyone. There was maybe 10 to 15,000 people who came to see that event. And uh, of of course, uh, the speak the speech by President Lincoln being the most memorable part of it. The Wills House, and they have a historical marker here, Wills House, Abraham Lincoln was a guest of David Wills in the house. November 18th and 19th 1863 here he met Governor Curtin and others and greeted the public and completed his Gettysburg address when you come to Gettysburg and you come into the main town square right here they have a statue of the president and uh, he's basically uh, being friendly to a tourist and uh, the tourist has got a copy of the Gettysburg address in his hands and so uh, yeah it's kind of cool how he uh, looks like he's showing them around town So as I mentioned here in Gettysburg there's lots of shops where you can buy souvenirs and that one right across the street there oh man I bought hey uh, I bought a bullet cost me five bucks but it was supposedly one of the uh, original bullets that they found in the field after the battle so uh, anyway it's kind of interesting here so it looks like we got some pleasant weather today and uh, it's a day very similar to the day that the Gettysburg address was given most likely uh, Well, definitely, they didn't have this kind of traffic in town, but there was a lot of foot traffic, a lot of people walking, and uh, there was so much uh, anticipation, I guess, for the speeches, mostly the orator speech, because back in those days they didn't have, they, you know, in those days they didn't have professional sports or movies or other types of entertainment. So the entertainment of the time, the big entertainment of the time, was these. uh, Great oration speeches, oratories, uh, by the guy, by this guy in particular, Edward Everett. Um, so Lincoln was taking a back seat to that, but I think he was pretty well understanding of what he needed to do, and he, his speech, the Gettysburg Address, as we know, it's only 272 words, 10 sentences, and he delivered it in about two minutes. Lincoln himself was a lawyer. There's a little law office right here in town. I'm uh, walking my way up towards this, uh, there's a statue of Lincoln over here. I wanna see this statue and make a comment on it. But as you can see, this is a quaint little town. It's a beautiful day in the middle of November here in Pennsylvania. Down the road, I thought it might have been a church, but it's actually a library for Adams County here in Pennsylvania. So look, here's the Gettysburg Address and here is the man right here. So the Gettysburg Address, four score and seven years ago, our fathers, brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Abraham Lincoln, November nineteenth, 1863. Yeah, I suppose he gave the speech without his hat on, and uh, here I am walking around with a Lincoln hat. But uh, what an incredible speech. Went all around the world and was highly regarded Um, Not only then, but even today, as one of the greatest speeches uh, of all time, really. So as I mentioned, the eagle attribute of strength is today's eagle attribute. Strength I define as faith beyond yourself. And it basically means the team around you. It means that you can't do it all by yourself, but you have a great team around you that you can do anything. And that's, I think, what Lincoln was trying to do, was to rally the team... Um, He had to make a speech that Gate got everybody going and and got them rallying to continue this bloody war that uh, Only was halfway done at that point that was uh, you know, still 1863 and so it would rage on for uh, shoot 20 months 21 months more and uh, well that I guess it was 21 months after uh, The battle that happened actually in July of that year, but anyway, The war had a lot more time to go on. There was going to be a lot more carnage. And Lincoln needed to rally the American people, specifically those of the Union, to give their support to continue on and press to fight and win this war that meant so much, not only to the people at at that point, but also people in the future. So he was really trying to grab the strength of everybody and and rally them with this... uh, amazing Gettysburg Address. Well, it's the end of the day and the school buses are rolling through town going to get those kids pretty loud, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this taping and get this podcast out as soon as I can. Um, I want to thank everybody for viewing. I want to ask you to please like, subscribe, and share, and give me some comments. Here's a product that can be found at eagleimpact.com. This is a t-shirt for the eagle and you can see it has all of the attributes of the eagle the strength honor courage commitment and respect and of course service and sacrifice and on the back a little plug for eagle impact so please check it out seeing as how our nation is facing a serious threat of racism abraham lincoln reemerges to help us tackle racism once and for all crawling out of the grave to become the zombie lincoln who just couldn't allow this to happen again to his beloved america On his journey towards our nation's capital, he visited the hallowed grounds of Gettysburg to regain perspective on his mission, imbuing himself once again with the mindset of how important it is to focus on the enemy, racism, rather than blaming other people. As Lincoln stated in the Gettysburg Address, it is for us, the living rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work. Continuing his journey, he finally makes it to the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., There, he discovers the American connection with sports and art, donning the jersey to become linebacker Lincoln, the zombie. Paying homage to his likeness, he is now ready to spread the word. Today is the end of the line for racism. You're going down, racism. You're going down. Yeah, how dare you come after me, racism. I'm linebacker Lincoln, and you're going down. Right at the snap count, I'm going to get you... Racism, you're going down. Yeah, oh. Oh. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's you, racism. Yeah, food racism. Food, food racism. <laughs> Okay, I just did a little bit of filming over there at the uh, Washington Monument, and now I'm over at the World War II Memorial, but I'm on my way back to uh, the Lincoln Memorial. So I'm gonna do some more filming, and then uh, I gotta get, get out of here. There, Hopefully my parking doesn't get me a ticket. So anyway, uh, I had some pretty good cool stuff going on over there. I actually got to do a, uh, a TikTok video of me tackling racism dummy in front of uh, the Washington Monument, which was pretty cool. And then uh, I did it a couple more times in slow-mo. I want to see what that looks like. So, uh, yeah, this is how it goes. And uh, when I, I did one of these tackling right in front of uh, the, uh, Washington, the World War II Memorial, and there was a police officer there, and uh, he just was calm and stoic and cool and collected while I did my thing. And then I thanked him for protecting us, and he said thanks for me doing what I'm doing. So I feel pretty good about what I'm doing today. I'll catch you guys over there at the Lincoln Memorial next. Racial disparities still exist now How about choose respect not pity It's the end of the line for racism Better that we respect not pity We don't need no racism It's the end of the line for racism here at the tomb of Abraham Lincoln. And it's a solemn occasion, a solemn sight. This is where he was laid to rest maybe three weeks or so after he uh, was killed in Washington, D.C. Coming a little closer here, see the statues up there, soldiers. And then this placard right here which has on it the Gettysburg Address starting with four score and seven years ago our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in Liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal now we are engaged in a great civil war testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their last, gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this, but in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the people by the people for the people shall not perish from the earth gettysburg november 19 1863 abraham lincoln our nation's 16th president and probably the best one Okay, I'm reading from this book called The Wit and Wisdom of Abraham Lincoln, uh, put together by Anthony Gross. And uh, I'm here at the uh, Lincoln tomb. So here's what Abraham Lincoln had to say about uh, the American slave. Okay, so listen to his words. Um, Speaking of the helplessness of the American slave, he says, They have him in his prison house. They have searched his person and have left no prying instrument with him. One after another, they have closed the heavy iron doors upon him, and now they have him, as it were, bolted in with a lock of a hundred keys, which can never be unlocked without the concurrence of every key. The keys in the hands of a hundred different men, and they scattered to a hundred different and distant places and they stand musing as to what invention in all the dominions of mind and manner can be produced to make the impossibility of his escape more complete than it is. So here's a man, a leader, a great leader of our nation who spoke out against slavery and he was dead set on stopping it and uh, he managed to be the first and only person who could do it uh, by being the president, by uh, overseeing the Civil War, and uh, also overseeing Congress and pushing through it, the 13th Amendment, which finally uh, released and forever got rid of slavery in America. So thank you, Abraham Lincoln. You're the man. Here's another funny one um, Lincoln always had some kind of uh, anecdote or uh, some way, some funny way of explaining a complex problem. Uh, Here, as Commander-in-Chief, he was approached by a man who wished to become a Brigadier General, and uh, so a person who wished to be commissioned as Brigadier told Mr. Lincoln in a sarcastic tone, I see there's no vacancy among the Brigadiers from the fact that so many colonels are commanding brigades. My friend, said Mr. Lincoln, let me tell you something about that. You are a farmer, I believe. If not... You will understand me also. Hello. Suppose you had a large cattle yard full of all sorts of cattle, cows, oxen, and bulls, and you kept killing, selling, and disposing of the cows and oxen in one way or another, taking good care of the bulls. By and by, you would find out that you had nothing but a yard full of old bulls. Good for nothing under heaven. Now... It will be just so with the Army if I didn't stop making Brigadier Generals. So on that fateful day in uh, April of 1865 uh, President Lincoln was shot um, by John Wilkes Booth. Um, A week later uh, he left his body was uh, was packed up into a train and uh, left Washington D.C. to head towards Springfield, Illinois, which is where we are we are right now. This is the tomb of him of uh, Abraham Lincoln in Springfield, Illinois. So uh, they took the train. It was uh, escorted by the army, of course. Uh, it was the same train that he had used for his uh, campaigning, um, and it, the train did not go more than twenty miles an hour. They took a a tour through the towns that he had used to campaign in 1860 when he uh, first gained the presidency. So, but they were backward, making it go backwards. So starting in Washington, they went up to Harrisburg, across to Philadelphia, through New Jersey, up into New York, uh, up to Albany, Buffalo, New York, across down to uh, Cleveland and down to Columbus, over to Indianapolis, up to Chicago, and then all the way down here to Springfield, Illinois. for his final resting place. Um, others are, bur- are buried in the tomb with him, including his wife and three of his sons. So, um, this is a, a nice memorial. And, you know, I do the uh, Linebacker Lincoln stunts and I created the character Linebacker Lincoln. Uh, my first thought is, hey, I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna do a little Linebacker Lincoln stunt, but no, uh-uh. Um, my hat's off to uh, our 16th president, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Uh, the man, he, uh, he did a great service to our country, gave the full measure of devotion, his own life, and, uh, uh, really proud of the fact that he was our president and that he was able to lead us through that tough time and and cause us to stop having, uh, slavery in America. Um, too bad that he didn't, wasn't able to stick around that somebody, uh, took him out that, uh, he might have done a better job. I think he would have done a great job with reconstruction and, uh, but as it turns out, we, we know how history turned out. So um, we're glad that today uh, the gifts that he was able to bestow upon us are available so that we can continue on in, in uh, improving our country, making America ever better. And uh, we can just continue to do that. That's everybody's every citizen's right and responsibility to make America ever better. And I'm, I'm one, and I hope you are one too. So this is J.D. Collier with Eagle, Haas, and Hound. Uh, Eagle Impact and uh, uh, representing Lincoln at his at his uh, memorial here in Springfield, Illinois. There's my puppy. There's Vader. That's my dog. Yeah, you were trying to get my attention when I was doing that podcast, weren't you? Uh huh. I heard you out here barking. Yeah, this is Vader. Can you say hi, Vader? Oh, roo, roo, roo Can you say Roo Roo, huh, puppy? Say Roo Roo. Yes, there's my puppy. Yes. Vader's almost 16 years old. Yeah, he's, he's an old boy. Get up! before hard work, i go work. to work and i hit the floor hard work work a hard work work a hard work work a hard work work. Hard, work, work. Hard, work, work. hard work work all right guys that's awesome